The day is over, but the night has just begun. This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. Well, good evening. Welcome. It's Monday, and we have a big show planned. Glad you're here. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talk and text line. If you call in, you'll be talking to Tommy. He is producing the big broadcast tonight. And if you want to use that number to text, why wouldn't you? Texting is like magic communication. Our text question of the night, what is your favorite holiday tradition? We are one week away from Christmas. Uh, It seems like it's coming up very quickly, but it's here and uh, one week away. So a lot of families, a lot of individuals have their own holiday traditions. I'm wondering what your favorite is. Uh, I have, we have a couple. I'll get into those. But first, I must always say hello to Tommy because, well, that's one, the polite thing to do. And two, I, uh, I'm always happy when Tommy's around. Hi, Tommy. Hey, what's going on today, Noonan? Nothing. Same old thing. You know, just uh, getting ready to have a big show. Did you have a nice weekend? Uh, yeah, I've been working working pretty uh, heavily as of late. Uh, I'm, I'm in this home stretch of getting done. I just had a holiday party at my other job yesterday. That was a great time. Um, so I'm having my, I have worked every day between this job and the other one, uh, since black Friday and my next day off is Christmas Eve and I have Christmas day off as well from both of them. So we're in the home stretch here of this, of this month straight of work. You're off. Yes. That'll be nice. How was the holiday party? Uh, it was very fun. Yeah, I went laser tagging, a couple of drinks Ooh. beforehand, a couple of drinks afterhand. Have you ever played the game Jackbox? No. Is Jackbox a drinking game? It sounds like it could be dirty. No. it's um, Well, it could turn into that, yes. But um, <laughs> if, you, if you're familiar with Kahoot, are you familiar with Kahoot as a teacher? Oh, that's like the trivia kind of, yes. We, right. You do it from your phone and it's uh, Trivia displayed. game on, like on your iPad. Yeah, we yeah. do that at school. So Jackbox is a more adult version of that where oh. we found a game that is reminiscent of like a Cards Against Humanity, Apples to Apples thing, except it's all fill in the okay. blank on the the answerers person. Like they're we're all self-submitting these cards kind of thing. And right. we played that for... Till, till about one in the morning yesterday at uh, at the other job. Nice. So it was a very fun time, a lot of laughs, a lot of good moments out of it, and plus the beer is free. So that was great. Oh, Jackbox is by the people who it used to be you don't – when it first came out years ago, it was you don't know Jack. Oh, okay, yeah. I remember yeah, hearing so about that. I had that. played that years ago. I'm just looking quick. They have all kinds of packs and different games. Yes. So, yeah, that – I remember playing You Don't Know Jack and it being a lot of fun. Very fun, very fun. There's a whole bunch, like you said, of different packs you can get that there is trivia and whatnot. And we found one that was, I believe it was called Job Job. So it was like a job interview and it was a lot of questions that were like being self-submitted on that and like resume building stuff. But obviously when you get a bunch of theater and dorky kids into it, it it takes a turn really fast. (laughs) Oh, it's those dorky theater kids. Yeah, I know. I associate with them. Of which I, I, do. I was one. <laughs> yes. I was a theater kid in high school. Not that you're hanging out and playing with high school kids. I no, mean, you are. no, I don't know. no. I'm actually one of the younger ones there. I think there's only one person younger of the about 15 employees we have over there. Very nice. Yeah. 
So you are you are one of the youngsters and been there one we of the had longest. We our school uh, party on Friday, and um, it was one of those things where every every year I get to the day and I'm like I'm not going, and then uh, it was a rough day at school. I'll just leave it at that. But uh, I called my wife and I was like, no. I don't think I'm going to go. And she said, well, you should go. Go have a beer. You had a hard day. You'd, you know, go and, and have some fun. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to stay very long. Famous last words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you start talking. And once, like, we all start, it's, it's weird at first because we're all talking about school. And then there's a tipping point <laughs> where all of a sudden we're not talking about school anymore. And things are going, things are starting to get a little crazy. Escalate. People are having fun. Yeah. And it was, it was great. And all of a sudden, because it's dark at 4.30, time has no meaning. Mm-hmm. And I'm down, it's down to a small group of us, and one of the teachers said, oh my gosh, I haven't seen 10.30 in a long time. And I'm like, oh my God, it's 10.30? We got there at like 3.30. Right. <laughs> Just hanging out all to lose track of yeah, it, like you like, said, uh-oh. with the daylight savings. Yeah, who, who knows what time it is? It's midnight now, right? It's crazy. So uh, so I get in the car, because I hadn't called my, I hadn't thought to call my, we've been married a long time. She knew where I was. She knew exactly what I was doing. I get in the car, there was a, a, a snippy little text. Um must have been a fun party. I uh, I hope you're okay. I think you might have died in a ditch. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I call, I call. I'm like, uh, I'm leaving right now. This is about 15 minutes from the house. I'm leaving right now. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't know I had to check in. Well, I thought yeah, I thought something. You told me you were only going to stay for a little bit. And I'm like, how long have you known me? I always say I'm only going to stay for a couple minutes. Yeah, you're, you're the social being that you are, right? Well, for the few times I go out, yeah, yeah, it's not, exactly. it's, it's not <laughs> like she's looking for you every every Friday and Saturday. Oh, where did he go? He's out again, yeah, yeah. hanging out, being crazy. No, it's like I go to this party once a year, and uh, the other party I go to once a year, she comes with, and we didn't go this year because I was sick. So really, I've used up. Uh, that was my 2023. I'm done. Yeah, when you stay out twice as long as you said you would here, that's like two parties in one. Well, listen, I'm out all night. I'm doing God knows what with God knows who. I'll tell you exactly what we're doing. We were, the here's the only issue. Uh, like we all pay a little we all pay in to bring food in to because we have it at this bar. And so we pay, yeah, I think it this year was like fifteen bucks. Nothing. Um they get they catered in pizza and pasta and all that, which was great, but the food was there at four o'clock. And then we eat, and now it's like by the time the night was getting Later, I was like, man, I wish we, <laughs> I wish some of the food was still here. I don't know where it went. They just got rid of it. They just, they just tossed it. So that was that. All right, here's the, um, the text question of the night. As I mentioned, what is your favorite holiday tradition from the 262? Nothing is as special as the traditions you had as a kid growing up during Christmas, which unfortunately no longer work with today's generation. I don't, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Because uh, one of the traditions in my family, my small family, is even though my daughter is still 27, every Christmas Eve, she wants me to read The Night Before Christmas. And some years I thought she was going to forget, and, you know, we'd all be falling asleep in the, in the living room, or, and it'd be time for them to go to bed. 
And they'd be like, oh, I'm going to bed. And that means I'm getting ready to watch Bad Santa. And then she'd go, oh, but you got to read the book. So that is, um, it started, well, it started when she was a baby. I would read it to her. And now still at 27, she still wants me to read her the night before Christmas, which I think is great. We have that tradition, which I really like. And then uh, another tradition, not the healthiest. If you're a cardiologist, put your fingers in your ears. Uh, Cinnabon on Christmas morning. Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. That is a nice one. Because, you know, you don't really want to cook. You Christmas morning after the presents, you're kind of just everybody's sitting around, kind of looking at things, and you want a little something and a little celebratory. And so, you know, a little coffee, maybe some Baileys in there. I don't know. But uh, coffee and a Cinnabon on Christmas morning is very nice. And a lot of these, like the Cinnabon tradition... We started when we were living in California by ourselves, um, just the three of us, and that that started, and then uh, you know that became a thing. And for a while, then on Christmas, like for a long time, we all, the whole family would go out on Christmas Eve because my brothers all still lived uh, lived near, and my uh, my aunt was alive, and she took the whole family out on Christmas Eve. And then when she passed away, we all kind of said, well, you know. We see each other on Christmas, so maybe Christmas Eve we'll do our own things. And so our Christmas Eve tradition for a number of years was Chinese food after church. Go to go to church on Christmas Eve, get Chinese food, and then ease into the ease into the evening. It was very it's very very nice. Do you have any traditions, Tommy? Uh yeah, so it used to be traditionally Christmas Eve, I was with my dad, Christmas Day I was with my mom, uh and then that switched up uh, about, I guess, eight years ago now because my niece is eight. My brother got custody. He got Christmas Eve, and her mom gets Christmas Day. So now everything right. just happens on Christmas Eve in my family. Oh, uh, nice. But the one mini tradition we have, I guess, on my dad's side is the person who buys a house hosts Christmas. Um, the family is... Roughly, probably fifty people go to this event. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, it's a pretty solid size Christmas Eve celebration. So that rule usually we're hosting Christmas at a new place every year, including this year. Uh, my cousin is uh, she recently just bought a house. My oh, sister wow. hosted last year, so she got to host it last year and bought a house. Um, so th that's kind of the one wonky thing we have. There's always a Santa that comes that is a friend of my aunt or something along those lines for the kids. And yeah, and we do a white elephant. That's pretty good. Oh, that's not, all of those are fantastic. Yeah. That's very, very nice. Uh, another 262 number. My favorite holiday tradition is celebrating the day the Bears are eliminated from the playoffs every year. So you do that in like mm. September. That's not really a holiday. Week tradition. four, usually. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's right after weird. Labor Day, right? That's when you can usually yeah. do that. Yeah. What is that like Halloween? Prior to Halloween? <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Stop it. We're talking. We're talking Christmas, Hanukkah, those kind of traditions. Um, yeah, I was trying to think if there, like, from when I was a kid, I don't. The tradition was we always had Christmas dinner at our house, and that was because once uh, all my brothers arrived, and there was so there were the five of us. My parents were like, it's too much hassle. My mom, like, waited out. Is it more hassle to try to get these five ready to go somewhere else, to get them in the car, get them, go, go, and then come home? 
or to just host dinner at our house instead of trying to go between like my mom's parents and then my dad's parents and everybody. So we just always had everybody at the house. So the house was always packed on Christmas. Um, and they're really, I'm sure we had traditions and we did, you know, we, I guess we did the same kind of thing every year. So that was good. Um, that's a tradition, I guess, where things were. And I actually was at my mom's on Saturday and my wife and I, cause in the last number of years, my mom has this tree that just looks like a snowman. So there's no ornaments on there. It's just got a big snowman head. And then I guess five black ornaments going down the front, like pieces of coal. And there had been an ornament at her, two ornaments at her house that I wanted to bring to my house. And I've wanted to bring for years. One was my very first Christmas, they bought me um, a glass pig. He's uh, is about six, seven inches tall. He's in overalls, uh, old school kind of glass ornament, which I've uh, you know, since my mom stopped putting those kind of ornaments up, I was like, I should get the pig and put it on my tree. And then there's a, a small turkey that is now probably about 90 years old that had hung on the tree at my grandpa's house, my dad's father. And then when my mom and dad got married their first Christmas, they gave it to my mom and dad to hang on their tree. And it hung in the same spot on our tree every year until my mom stopped doing those ornaments. So now the turkey is on my tree in about the same spot that it always hung on my tree growing up. And the pig is right there with it. So I guess, look at that. There's another tradition. Brought some of the brought some history home to the uh, to the Noonan tree. Let's take a quick break. But if you want to get into the text question of the night, what is your favorite holiday tradition? You can do it. 855-616-1620. It's the old National Bank Talk text line. More after this. And a warning if you are helping Santa prepare for your children's Christmas. Oh boy, we got a lot to get to. It's WTMJ Nights. <laughs> Brian Nooner, WTMJ Knights, 855-616-1620, the Old National Bank. Talk and text line, Old National Bank, get old. All right, now, um, if, you're, if your kids are around, you might want to uh, send them into the other room because I know, as a parent, sometimes Santa reaches out to parents and says, hey, uh, I'm running a little behind. Can you pick something up for me just in case? Uh, cause Santa's busy. We know that this time of year, got a week, things are going crazy at the North pole. The elves are working doubles, uh, drinking nothing, but it's funny short elves drinking tall mochas to keep themselves uh, caffeinated, but that's a whole other thing. So I don't, I, it's funny. I ask all my friends who have little kids, what's on the Santa list. Cause I don't know anymore. What's the popular toy. Um, but I do know that according to some pediatricians, there are some dangerous toys. There are five, five of the riskiest toys you can give a child for Christmas. Now, again, your child may have asked Santa for this. Maybe Santa's doing it. Maybe Santa is going to say to you, hey, hook a brother up and get this for me. Tommy, uh, you want to take a guess on a risky gift according to uh, a pediatric emergency physician? Ooh, which, uh, okay. Give to a child. Um, I'll go Legos first. 
Oh, no, Legos. Nope, Legos are not on the list. Wow. Everybody loves Legos. Right, I would have thought like the small pieces, though, or something. Um, well, that's, I think, because Legos are um, labeled with the ages. Okay. And you can get, for the smallest children, you can get the Duplos, which are gigantic. And as mu- even as much as I can consume, I can't swallow a Duplo. <laughs> okay. They're I will, giant size. I, I will uh, get rid of my next answer then based let me give on that. You, let me give you a slight hint. Yeah, I would love that. Three of them have something to do with physical activity and are geared more toward, I would say, 8 to 10 and up. A trampoline. Number one answer. All right. Very good. All right. All right, trampoline, yes. Well, Makes sense. Of course it does. Even if you get the, I love the people go, no, it's very safe. We got the sides on there so the kids can't go flying off. Well, okay, that, yes, you did take one crucial step. But my, my neighbor had some... a trampoline growing up. That thing was awesome. So made good friends. Sides with him. or no sides? Sides with sides. Yep. See, I'm old enough to remember when people had trampolines with no sides, and that's when we'd be launching kids off into the trees. Right. Go go jump into a pool after. Right. Moving yeah. around a little bit. Yeah. It was like it was like a meth fueled carnival in everybody's backyard. I was also thinking something with like the small batteries, like the circle batteries, anything like that. You don't want to eat those. Well, Tommy, it's funny you should say that. Number five, any toys with button batteries. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Wow. All right. Either you are a menace to small children or you're just very intuitive. <laughs> right. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure yeah. what that could be. Is there like a pogo stick or a scooter on there next? All right, stop it now. Are you looking at the same story? I'm not looking. I swear I'm not looking. Electric scooters. All right, all right. So you've gotten three of the five trampolines, toys with button batteries, and electric scooters. Uh, another thing, like, are those like hoverboard, like, things? Right. You're technically? cheating now. I swear I'm You're not. cheating. I'm not. Wyatt just walked by. You can verify. Wyatt is Wyatt's in nothing. on it. You guys are in nothing. cahoots. Um. Yes, hoverboards are number four. Okay. If you get number five, uh, you're fired. Uh, uh, I don't have the one. I don't have the authority to do that. I, I would just be lashing out. Slime. No. Oh, okay. All right. I was feeling feeling myself there. But you know what? Not probably not far off. Play-Doh? No, oh. Play-Doh. You can eat Play-Doh. Don't, <laughs> don't do that, kids. I don't think don't you can. Don't eat Play-Doh. I don't know if you can eat Play-Doh. <laughs> okay. What am I, a dietitian? I have no idea. What? What's the last one before Water break? beads. Water uh, beads. All right. Yeah. Small. Yes. So I don't know if anybody has ever gotten a gift where you ended up in the ER. I remember dangerous gift, jarts, etc. cetera. Uh, I actually got wood-burning sets as a kid, chemistry sets where you could actually uh, blow things up. Nice. But the wood-burning set was the worst. Because it was a it, basically a piece of metal that got really hot, and then you could burn designs into wood. And the only thing they put on there to keep you from actually holding the hot metal in your bare hand was a really thin ring of cork that would break immediately. <laughs> so that was, man, that was Christmas. Uh. All right, <laughs> let's do this. Then it's news time. WTMJ. More WTMJ nights coming up. All right, noon to WTMJ nights. We're here till eight o'clock. Then it's Bucks Weekly with our man Justin Garcia. Oh my goodness! A week from Christmas. Maybe uh, you've been relaxing over the uh, the weekend, watching some holiday movies. Everybody has their favorite holiday movie. 
I will tell you what is, um, I just saw this. This was put out today by Samba TV. They analyze viewership habits for, uh, and they collect those habits through smart TVs. Yes, that's right. Your TV is eavesdropping on you and sending off your information, what you're watching. Uh, it's not the old days where you had to fill out a Nielsen book or anything like that. Now your TV just tells everybody what you're doing. So they took that data from November 10th through December 10th. And this, uh, according to according to their study, a view of something means the household watched at least five minutes, which doesn't really mean that you watch the whole movie, but that's the way it goes. So they listed the top 14 holiday movies that had been streamed in the last month. And I'm trying to... I've watched a number of them. I've watched a number of them. Um, we'll start at the bottom because, you know, mo I, I'm guessing you can figure out for yourself. You can guess what maybe number one and number two is. Um, there's only a couple of new ones on here. So Polar Express was number 14. Uh, they say that 1.1 million people or 1.1 million views of this movie happened in the last month barely beating that out is a movie that everybody says not everybody um the ladies especially in my life but other ladies say i should watch love actually have you ever seen love actually tommy i have not i think that's the one where they hold up signs at some point oh okay yeah that limits it down it. wherever well it's wherever it's it's Something that has been made into like a running gag on a lot of different a lot of different movies. Is that more of like Christmas adjacent movie than a Christmas movie though? I think it happens during Christmas. Right. So it's not like it's you could tell the story without Christmas. Maybe. I again, I'd be a bad I'd be a bad one to comment since I've never seen it. Sure. Uh then they put the much the much debated Die Hard at number 12. That got 1.4 uh million views. It's a Wonderful Life at 11. And then in the top 10, the first new one of the group, Candy Cane Lane with uh, Eddie Murphy. It's his new one. 1.9 million views. I did watch that one. Um, I wish I could give a full-throated praise of this movie. There were parts of it that I liked. There were parts of it that I was like, okay, can we, we could have trimmed like 25 minutes off of this. Uh, it's kind of got a Jumanji vibe to it. It's Christmas. It is Christmassy. Uh, there's a lot of tropes that you see in a lot of Christmas movies. But, um, you know, if you're looking for something new and you really like Eddie Murphy, uh, it's on Amazon. Then number nine, A Christmas Story with 1.9 million views. Family Switch, which is another one. I think it's like The Parent Trap, but it takes place at Christmas. So this would be another one, Tommy, where I would use your term Christmas adjacent since we've already done the parent trap and it had nothing to do with Christmas. Right. Die hard in the same boat. Yeah. Uh, then Best Christmas Ever on Netflix, another original. No idea. That's at number seven with 2.3 million. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. This is the Jim Carrey version. Wow. What? Bad. You don't like you this like one. that one? Oh my god! I would have thought that would have been in the top two that you were like everyone could guess. Oh my! God. You like that one with Jim Carrey? I one hundred percent would put that in my top five easily, maybe higher. Really? Yeah. Wow! 
I used to watch that movie when it wasn't Christmas. Oh my goodness, I abhor that movie. <laughs> Why? I I didn't I didn't realize. I thought everyone liked that movie. No, for me, listen. I have nothing against Jim Carrey. I love I love many of Jim Carrey's movies. I did not like I remember seeing it when it came out. We took my daughter to we had just moved to California and it came out that Christmas and we went to this is this is how weird my memory is. We went to the big uh, theater in Canyon Country, California, and watched The Grinch, and I hated it. Wow, I hated it with a because pe- I'm a Grinch purist. There's only one Grinch. It's Doctor Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and it is an animated special with Boris Karloff's voice. Okay, um, all right. Uh, listen, uh, this is this is going to be one of those segments that we're gonna we're gonna disagree on this. We one, gotta I think. disagree. I'm sure our man uh, Justin Garcia will agree with you. You youngsters, you love to uh, watch the remakes and the retinkerings and the reimaginings and the. D- 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 How can and, you oh, not laugh at the scene when he's throwing the mail in all different places and he's going jury duty, jury duty, jury duty? I that. That line like sits in my brain once a week that pops up in my head. Wow. I know. I Justin just said I have a stupid brain uh through from the other room. So. <laughs> that's a line that's gonna pop up in my head every week. <laughs> you got a stupid brain. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, so I guess I I I didn't think I don't think I'm in the minority on that one. I think that a lot of people like that movie. Real, now, did you watch the? I didn't realize until the other night when I was looking for the original Grinch. There is a full-length animated Grinch with Benedict Cumberbatch yes, as the voice of the Grinch. That's more recent. Yes. Yeah, that looked even worse. Yeah, it's I did not computer generated. Yeah, I did. I feel like I've seen it, but I have no real recollection of it. All right, let's stop. Let's leave the Grinch alone. Okay. All right. So that's number six, Tommy. I should be higher. Surprise it that high. There should be about two zeros behind that. <laughs> number five four christmases 3.5 million views never saw it think it might be reese witherspoon who knows uh number four the santa claus i watched i watched the santa claus a couple weeks ago because the ladies were baking cookies and they had it on and i was like all right i'll sit and watch it the original one's pretty good it still holds up uh that got 4.3 million number three home alone Number two, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with 7.9 million views in the last month. Do you like that one? Yeah, actually, in my head, I had National Lampoon's and uh, Home Alone were going to be the obvious one, too. So now I'm curious to hear what number one is. Oh, you'll as soon as I say it, you'll know it. Well, of course, duh. I would have thought it had been the Grinch, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's a, well, listen, I don't want... You know how much I uh, what I held you in such high esteem. Let's not keep bringing up things that will whittle you down in my estimation. Like your appreciation of a movie that Christine Baranski was shot through a burlap cloth. Her face was so blurred in every shot. It was like, my goodness, she must have made a deal with Dorian Gray because she has obviously no uh, need to have her face photographed. Elf is number one. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. With nine million household views. Very nice. Elf. And I I didn't realize Elf was so polarizing. 
Much like you didn't realize that uh, the Grinch was so polarized. I guess, yeah. There are people who hate Elf. No, I, I would think that's a classic, too. Well, yes, because even as, even as jaded and nasty as I am, I think Elf is just a sweet, fun holiday movie. And I know that is a... That's what a Will Ferrell's best. Man, Tommy. I can be that way, and I still feel that way about that. All right, let's take a quick break. And then, oh... This I know this is divisive, especially with uh, Justin. I think we brought this up before. There is a uh, some new locations of a very popular fast food chain coming to the area. We'll tell you about that and more. It's WTMJ Nights. I don't know if people think about uh, think about you, Tommy. If, you know, we've heard about your brain, according to Justin Garcia. Uh, it's Brian Noonan, WTMJ Nights. We're here until 8. Then the aforementioned Justin Garcia comes on with Bucks Weekly. And Justin is joining us now because I mentioned that uh, this next, uh, next bit of information, I believe Justin had some strong feelings on before. But, Justin, I have to ask you before we go any further, um, your thoughts on Tommy's deep love for the Jim Carrey version <laughs> of the Grinch? Uh, I didn't know there were people that had that as their favorite Christmas movie. I did not it say it was my a favorite. Strong. I I would have thought that would have been higher once Elf was well, read. You I, said you watch it when it's not Christmas. When I yeah, I used to as a child. I I did. I liked really? that movie a lot. I used yes. to get scared by that Grinch even too, and I was I was totally content with it. That is, is it a great his, Christmas movie. I get is scared it the by Jim Carrey persona good. that you that drew you to the movie? The little dog was it the girl? You had some unnatural attraction to what's what was the deal? No, uh, definitely not that. And I would say the. I don't know. I just liked the character that Jim Carrey played in it. I I thought that the movie was supposed to be in, Funny, in the area of classics, honestly. Wait, you classic. thought that? Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. was a classic. Yeah. That wow. That's my thought on how the Grinch Soul Christmas went. Yeah. Wow. wow. Well, you know what? That's why, uh, that's why they put out movies, so that people like Tommy can consume them, and that's good. That's good. I'm going to have you I'm both not. turned on me by the these last 10 minutes here. Uh, uh, no, I uh, listen. I turned on you all on my own. <laughs> yeah. If Justin wants to jump in, I'm I you know, I'm always happy ago. to have company. Yeah. But it wasn't like I was waiting or Justin was waiting for the other one. We uh, we're we're more than capable of turning on you individually. That's fair. And repeatedly. Yes. Repeatedly. Especially when you make such crazy pronouncements. I, you know, I don't know. If you had said "It's a Wonderful Life" is my favorite, or "It's a Classic," I would. All right, yes. That Where stood was the Miracle test of on Thirty Fourth Street on there? Because that didn't get said, did it? It did not. Mm. People have not streamed Miracle on now. Which version? The old one, isn't there? I didn't even know there was another one. Is there's there one like that's four. on Thirty Fifth yeah, Street after what? Oh my God. <laughs> no, they just colorized it, and then no, the original with Natalie Wood is the little girl. That's the best one. Yeah, the the really old one. Yeah, yeah. My daughter, my daughter and wife like the one with Elizabeth Perkins and uh, Dylan McDur McDillon McDillon, one of the Dillons. Oh, okay. Dermots. I don't know. I think I remember Justin uh, having some strong thoughts about this, but this is big news. Somebody actually just texted in about it too. They're very excited. Raising Canes yeah. is opening new locations throughout Wisconsin, and two of them are right here near Milwaukee in uh, Brookfield. And in Greendale. Yes, sirree. People, very, they'll be camping out. There's already one in Kenosha, 
but they're coming all over the state. Janesville, Eau Claire, La Crosse, and now there's going to be two more in the Milwaukee area. Is that Justin? Do I remember you saying you didn't like Raising well, Cane's? You thought it was overrated. So there's one in Kenosha already. Yeah, I think there's come one coming to Oak Creek too. There is. Yes, yeah. Oak Creek is on the list. Well, I'll probably but Oak check Creek out. Creek is not till 2025, and they don't have a uh, oh, wow. they don't have a location yet. Oh, okay, oh. okay. Got to get Steve Scafidi on the horn for that. Right. right, get the mayor on the phone here. Right. Um, uh, you know, move it along. I wasn't blown away by Raising Cane's. I think the other part was that uh, I had to drive so far to get it before it moved over here that I was expecting more. And when I tried it, it I mean, it's just chicken tenders, which it wasn't bad. It just it didn't blow me away. Oh, it's the it, here's the thing, and I know I've said this before. I'll say it again. Ad nauseum, it's the sauce. Well, the chicken 100%. tenders are solid. But it's the cane sauce yeah, it's and the Texas the toast. Thing. All right, so what is cane sauce, though? It's got to be like some sort of like peppered Polynesian type thing, if well, I had to guess. Gentlemen, if you'd like, I can, uh, I can tell you exactly what yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Say, because I found an online recipe, and I made it, I was... <laughs> and it was exactly oh, like okay. the cane sauce. It's mayonnaise, ketchup. Ground black pepper, garlic powder, and a little Worcestershire sauce. I'll, I'll mess with that. The key is you didn't even have you the gotta sauce. You got to make it the no. day before. Oh my gosh, that's from the Brian. That's why that's in the the old drive-through window intro. Was he me complaining that Justin never had the sauce in it? Oh, yeah, yes. okay. that's, that's, that's right. Okay, yeah, you're totally missing uh, out. I'll, well, I'll try it again. Um, I'm here's really, another. Here's another pro tip. If you're done dipping your chicken tenders in the sauce, take that te- Texas toast and sop up the rest of that sauce. Well, I thought you were going to say French. So they do crinkle cut fries too, right? They do crinkle. Yes. Their yeah, fries are okay. That's Their number two on okay. the list. Waffle fries, crinkle cut fries. That's one and two. Yeah. I actually think that the novelty of it for me was the drive down to Gurney to go get it. because we would, That's where I went, yeah. We, we would have, you know... A couple friends get in a car and just go down there because it's, you know, every few months or something, not regularly, but it was like, you know what, let's go get Canes this weekend or something. And we just go and take a drive down there and <laughs> ride out to Gurney. You guys so. live wild lives. <laughs> yeah. People hey. are going to make a road trip <laughs> movie about that I'm kind of stuff. I'm just saying, you know, like it was. Then we'll come that was, home uh, and we'll watch The Grinch. That was it's like, be, okay, oh. we're we're 17. Like, what's what's the coolest <laughs> thing we can do this weekend? Probably go to Canes. Your mom that allowed cool. you to drive to Illinois. When you were we 17? never told where we were that's, going. That's the we way to do it. I'm just going to yeah. Steve's house. Yeah, I yeah. love that you just made it sound like they were driving to Omaha, right? To it, to pick something all the way to Illinois. Hey, I mean, mean usually I get who knows what happens when you cross state lines. That's that was true. back when you could pay the I pass too, yeah. and you didn't have to get the I pass, so you could just pay the tolls as you were. Wait. What do you mean you? Right, didn't? you can pay the tolls in cash. You so can pay the tolls in cash. Yeah. The you know, man the wasn't that, tracking you. Right, yeah. the the people were all like super sad to be the toll people, and then you'd just be like, "Hey, how's your day going?" <laughs> super sad. That's a great job. I, they I, no one. I knew a couple. Doing bit, that. What my cousin's husband was worked in the box for a long time. Okay, did he enjoy and it? And he seemed to like it. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if standing in a little box Low having pressure. people throw change at me all day would be. That sounds like a carnival job. Yeah, I don't know. I, every time I interact with those people, I'll, I'll say something like, hey, how's it going? And then throw it in, and then they're just open the door. I, I like, do miss it. Why's it got to be those people, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, a little... 
I do miss the actual change component because it's when you go uh, like (laughs) Illinois and Indiana, that one still has attendance at the atolls. Really? You have to like give them a card, at least when I went to Michigan over the summer. That's on the the Indiana Tollway. Yeah, yeah. You got to get, yeah, because the Indiana Tollway is the dumbest because every (laughs) exit is different. It just, no. I like, uh, but if you're going just, you know, on the... That one, that one, you need to get the little card in and out. But the other ones, you still just leave your iPass on your window and you go. Somebody's agreeing with you, Tommy, that the Grinch show with Jim Carrey is the best, especially when he shaved the mayor's head. Mm. Me and my wife watched last night. We watch it every year. Is one of Tommy's friends that he would go to raise yeah, canes it's, with? It's Tommy's mom, possibly. You know what? Sounds like they have great taste in Christmas movies. On, I'm surprised on the they get text, text with all the chicken uh, chicken tender grease on their fingers. Okay, now you're insulting our listeners. Okay, so I'll apologize on behalf of Brian for that one. So raising cane sauce is that number one? Yeah, it's it's that raising then cane sauce. sauce. It's a. Uh, Justin, as the kids say, it's fire. It's lit. So here's it's no uh, cap. I probably shouldn't admit this because it, it's should. In hindsight, it's rather obvious, right? I hate mustard, and the first okay. time I had Chick Fil A, I tried Chick Fil A sauce. I'm like, man, this yeah. is good. So I kept, you know, having it every time, and then it finally dawned on me that this is mustard based, and um, I have gone without the the chick-fil-a sauce since then even though i enjoyed it i just despise mustard that much that i can't do it anymore this you'll like with the but again if you make it at home you gotta do it the day before and once you've done it and it's sat for a day i could blindfold you and tell you that i just went to canes and got you this sauce and you would have you would be none the wiser none the wiser all right what's coming up on bucks weekly not a whole lot going on. No, uh, fantastic. We'll, uh, thanks for t- thanks for joining us. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do a live watch along of the Grinch and uh, yes, <laughs> eat some canes, oh, watch the Grinch. Canes. We'll recap uh, the week for Giannis, the Eastern Conference Player of the Week, and uh, look some disappointing news too for Bucks fans that were looking forward to the big matchup tomorrow between Giannis and Victor Wembanyama. Victor Wembanyama will not be playing in that game tomorrow. Ooh. So, uh, look, it, it makes the Bucks' chances of beating a, a pretty bad Spurs team even better, but the disappointment of not getting to see this summer's uh, number one pick. Ugh. Well, Justin, always good to talk to you. Please continue mocking Tommy for the next hour during Bucks Weekly, as well as talking about the Bucks. I will talk to everybody on Wednesday. Tommy, thank you as always. Reevaluate your movie viewing uh, passions and uh, have a lovely night. The news comes your way after this. WTMJ.